Hello and welcome back to Speaking Ancient Geek. I'm your host, Eric Gregg. I'm here with Anthony Oliva and Brian Eckley, and we are going to do part two of our Spider-Man-centric podcast. We'll be going over uh, Tom Holland's trilogy and the Miles Morales uh, Spider-Verse uh, duo that will eventually become a trilogy. We can talk about our thought process for that. I have a question based off of that that I'll I'll ask you guys later that I think is a good discussion question but we will get into that in a second um we're gonna rate the movies we're gonna do some trivia we're gonna have a couple character brackets um but let's start with rating the movies let's start with the first one which was holland's i'm not gonna get into how when we can discuss holland and civil war and we can talk about his character in infinity war and civil war i mean uh, um in game as well but like for the purpose of this we're just rating the movies that like his solo films that he was in, not every appearance he's made in the MCU. Yeah, otherwise I'd have to give Civil War a ten. <laughs> um, so I agree. Civil War is like to me, I don't I don't think it gets talked about enough either. Like that movie is so good. Oh dude, the trailer, when they don't announce his voice or anything, you just see Spider Man grab the shield, you're like, <gasps> like like that movie is is peak MCU. I love that movie. I, like everybody in that movie is fantastic. Um, but let's do Homecoming. We'll start with Holland's first movie. Let's rate Homecoming out of 10. Let me know when y'all are ready. I'll count down. Okay. Ready. Okay. Anthony, you ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Seven out of 10. Brian, what, what was yours? Seven. Seven. So we're all, we're all right in the same area. Um, I don't know about y'all. I think this is Tom's weakest appearance. Um, this is a, yeah, big thing for peter not for spider-man yeah and i and that to me it hurts the movie like i don't feel like i get enough spider-man in this film um i get that it's character growth like i don't i don't hate the movie i mean seven out of ten is not a bad rating i just like i just don't like it's good i enjoy it iron man's been my favorite mcu character i don't love that he's in this movie a lot um yeah, the main the main thing for me in this with this movie, and we've talked about it in other conversations before, is that it's it's a good movie. It's not a great Spider Man movie. Yes, I, and I, I think I think I sent that to y'all at one point where I said like, Homecoming is a great movie. It's an okay Spider Man movie. Like the movie is really good. It's well done. Like I like everything that goes on. I personally think the vulture being Liz's dad might be the best twist in the MCU. Like I was absolutely jaw drop hit the floor when I, when he opened the door, I was like, Holy shit. Like I did not see that coming at all. Yeah. Um, so I love that aspect and I love Michael Keaton as the vulture. I think he is phenomenal. Thank you. I, I, um, I agree in that part, that. I think he's almost steals the show in this movie as the vulture. Absolutely love him. Um, but I just think, I just think overall, it's Tom's weakest appearance in the MCU. I think the other two movies are better. Um, I think I think that there wasn't. Well, I mean, they could have done different things with the Spider-Man character, but I think the biggest, I think, I think this was the most obvious um, story to tell, simply because by the time they had the deal with Sony to get Spider-Man into the MCU they were already rolling. They, they were well deep into the MCU already. Right. So they, they had to tell this story where, 
Spider-Man was a freaking kid and they had to just introduce him and like build his character up over the course of this, this, this trilogy that they have and they do really well with it. But because of that, I'm still sitting here watching the first movie and thinking, well, this is, this does not feel like Spider-Man. It, it feels like a kid with Spider-Man's powers. Yes. And I, like I said, I don't dislike it. I under, I'm with you. I understand why they did it. Like, I understand the route they were going. I understand that it had to be more, and I'll say it like this way, almost like it almost had to be more Avengers centric so they could tie him into all of that. And obviously, I think that they're going away away from that to an extent with with this kind of reboot they had at the end of No Way Home, where he's by himself. He doesn't have Stark tech. He's on his own. He's poor living in an apartment. He has no Aunt May. He has no Uncle Ben. Like, I, I'm excited to see that more, like, yeah. ground-level hero that we're going to get out of Spider-Man. Yeah. And this is this – is, we're going to get the Spider-Man that we are used to now. But we had right. to do all of this build up to get to that point. Exactly, and and I and like I said, I don't hate the movie. It just wasn't my favorite. Let's do let's do Far From Home. Um, when y'all are ready, I'm good. Yep. Three, two, one. Eight, eight out of ten. Seven point seventy five. Okay, so again, well, we are like on it today. Um. <laughs> We're all like right in agreement. I think this one's slightly better than Homecoming. My biggest knock on this one is he's not in New York. That's like my biggest knock on this movie is I hate the fact that it takes place outside of New York because it doesn't seem like a Spider-Man thing to do to leave it wasn't, New York. It was a spider a spider monkey. Right, but like <laughs> it's not it's not within Spider-Man's character to leave New York unattended. I think that's what kind of like to me kind of fit it. Like, not everything has to happen in America. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying that it has to, but for Spider Man, it seems like it does. Like Spider Man is yeah, your friendly York. neighborhood Spider Man, right? He he protects New York. Like, I'll use this as an example. Somebody brought this up once, so I was listening to, and I really agree with it. Like, in the Miles Morales video game, and I'm not going to get into story aspect, but Miles is there to protect New York. Because Peter goes on vacation and he specifically says he's only going because he knows Miles is there to protect New York while he's gone. But I think that also fits it. It's the MC the MCU is like filled, filled in New York, where I think that you know Spider-Man doesn't have to be the neighborhood friendly Spider-Man all the time in that type of timeline. Well, it definitely Toby and Andrew, yeah, I do get it. This one. I got it. I understood it. The reason why I probably would bring it so low is that I felt like this movie was too rushed. I really, really enjoyed the movie. I just felt like it was like meant to be a two-parter, and I know it shouldn't have. Yeah, and, and, and I agree with that. And I, I I enjoy this movie. I think it's slightly better than Homecoming. Um, I think, again, like I hate to keep bragging on the villains in Holland's trilogy, but Hall did a fantastic job as Mysterio. Um, I thought he played that part really well. Uh, I enjoy a lot of the aspects here. I think Zendaya gets to shine a little bit more in this one than she did in the first one. That's true. Um, and gets that little bit bigger part with the MJ character, which I think she's done phenomenal with. Um, 
and so I, I, I enjoyed those aspects, and I think they did a really good job of showing how Peter deals with Tony's death from Endgame and how he works with Happy and things like that. I think Happy did a good job in this, and I, 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 overall, I like the movie. I just think it could have been slightly better. So let's not the, the thing about this movie. I don't I'm not I'm not bothered by the fact that it wasn't in New York, um, but I can see how that could play another aspect into him still being a kid and not being fully Spider-Man yet insofar as he wasn't thinking about how's New York going to be while I'm gone? Right. He was thinking, I want to go on this trip with my friends. Right. He wasn't. And granted, and granted in this movie, he was really stressed out. So he yes. kind of needed something, but, <laughs> but, um, so like I can, I can see, I can see both sides at this point. I think the main yeah. thing, that, the main thing that I like about this movie is that we can see the progression. It's still not fully Spider-Man yet, but we see him taking another step towards Becoming his own hero in this oh, movie. Oh, dude, yeah. When he's making his suit in the plane and Happy's getting all choked. Oh, in. One oh, of my favorite scenes yeah, in exactly. the MCU is that scene where he's listening to ACDC and he's making that suit is a phenomenal scene. Um, so I agree with that. Like that scene to me, like when I watched the first time, I was like, this scene is is amazing in every and no pun intended, but this scene is is phenomenal. What? One thing that I really don't like about this movie is that they called it the Peter Tingle instead oh. of the sense. I, I liked that. That was funny as shit. I just thought I don't know that they really like I think that was just Aunt May being dumb. Like I don't think that they would call it that going forward. It's just like she yeah. didn't know what it was called, so she called it the Peter Tingle and then it became yeah. a joke. Like I don't yeah, know that like, it was it, it was too much forward. of a joke. It was too much of a joke. Like like that is one of the best and coolest powers that there is in comic books and they called it the peter tingle <laughs> i'm not on board with this <laughs> um i didn't have a problem i speaking of the peter tingle um i also think the scene where it kicks in and he stops mysterio shooting him yeah. is one of the coolest scenes in the mcu as well yeah. i love that scene where he grabs the gun out of the air um, I, I I equate that to like I think in both of the first two movies he has a moment where like it's very Spider Man esque and he realizes what he has to do. In the first one, it's when that rubble falls on him and he's stuck, oh, and he dude, has man. to to get himself. You know, he has to as a kid he has to realize what he has to do to get out of that and not die. And then I think in the second one, it's this scene where he's if he if that doesn't kick in. And he stays to where he can't figure it out. Mysterio shoots him and he dies. And this was kind of like that turning point for him. Um, I don't think I'm going to be overstating here with how uh, I phrase this, but let's go ahead and do the cream of the crop and let's rate No Way Home. Um, when y'all are ready. I'm ready. Okay. Anthony, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one, nine point five out of ten. You gave it an eight point five. What makes you put it a little bit lower? When I was watching through this the um, this most recent time, I started thinking that when I've like when we first saw this movie, and let me before I say this, let me remind everybody that this came out before Across the Spider Verse. 
Correct. When this, yes. when this movie first came out, I thought it was the best Spider-Man movie there was. Watching it this most recent time, still really good, but I think I, at least I, might have rated it a bit higher because I was so happy and excited about the nostalgia of right. having Toby and Andrew um, thrown into the movie and like those characters getting getting revisited. Watching it this time around, I've noticed more like granted small things, but just little things here and there. Like we talked before already about how it doesn't make sense that Electro is there uh, for one right. thing. I was also thinking like when they were fighting Electro in the in the um, climactic scene, I'm like, Doc Ock comes up and pretends for a moment that he's going to help Electro. And I'm thinking to myself, Electro shouldn't have fallen for this. He was there when he got cured. Right. He should know that he shouldn't trust Doc Ock at this point. The fact that Sandman apparently can't decide which side he wants to fight on and like the fact that he ends up fighting with the other villains against the other Spider-Man when his whole motivation, which makes perfect sense for his character, is that he wants to go home to see his daughter and he knows that they're not going to let him do that until they're all cured. Why the hell is he fighting with the villains? Like He's probably fighting with the villains because he remembers that, okay, the last thing I, before I was transported was I was about to die. I don't and think he, I don't think he remembers that though. That's what they've told everyone when they were locked up. Right. And one thing that I want to say about that is that aspect makes no sense for the lizard because the lizard doesn't die. He's the one of them that doesn't. They literally cure him in the amazing Spider-Man. He can go back just like he could go back immediately and not have to be there and live. He does not die. I don't think he realized though that he's going to live. I think the last thing Electro, Electro is, could have told him though. Yeah, and Andrew, Andrew Spider-Man knows. Andrew cured him. This isn't past Andrew. This is it's present Andrew. I mean, the, I don't know about the Andrew part because they would have had to have a conversation about it, yeah. and Andrew doesn't show up until they're already getting ready to do the climactic battle. Yeah. Yes, but the, Andrew shows up in time for them to make the serums to cure the lizard. Wouldn't he be able to say, like, uh, we can just send him back? I already cured him. I mean, he could have, but I'm pretty but sure. They need to, they can't just send him back without sending everybody else back. You don't think they can just send one back? No. No, because they got a they got the they got the spell, right? To send them all back, they have to activate yeah, the true, spell. I guess. All right, that's fair. I'll I'll scratch that from my knocks on it. I mean, I think this movie is great. I think it's Tom's best movie. Um, and I don't think it's Tom's best movie. Like I, I hear a lot of like, it's only Tom's best movie because Toby and Andrew are in it. I disagree with that. I mean, I think it's great that they're in it and I think they definitely add to it. And I think, you know, I think, um, William Defoe absolutely steals the show again as Green Goblin. Um, I think it's great having all of them back. I, 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 I always hate phrasing it like this because I don't like that she's dead, but I love the fact that they killed off Aunt May because it was, it was legit a shock. You have him lose Tony, which is what we believe is the Uncle Ben moment. Well, you, like, okay. you believe that. <laughs> well, why wouldn't I? We didn't have an Uncle Ben moment. 
So then I, my when I went into this movie, I had always assumed that Uncle Ben died off screen. And the only reason they didn't show it to us was that we had already gotten yes. the origin story from the other two Which franchises is, and they didn't want to show it to us this yeah. time. But right. I think now, after watching No Way Home, that in this universe, Aunt May never married. There was never any Uncle Ben and Aunt May's death is the Uncle Ben death of this universe. I don't think that's true because I think there's a scene where you see like a Ben Parker thing in, in Tom Holland's room. Hold on. Yeah, you're gonna have to look that one up. I'm I'm pretty confident in this this interpretation. I swear for I one, for one thing. He's pretty chill about Aunt May dating. Yeah. Um. But well, well, I'm not gonna get super off topic. I'm not gonna sit here and, and look this up and lose, you know, a bunch of time while I'm looking this up. I'll look it up while we continue to talk. But either way, like I think this movie is phenomenal. Like it's got its problems. It's not perfect. I didn't give it a ten out of ten. Um, but like I said, I think it's, it's Holland's best, best film, uh, solo film that he does. I, I have like a different approach with, I found nothing wrong with this movie. I like the character development. I love that Tom Holland was going to give into his emotion and beat the shit out of, uh, Green Goblin, but Toby was there to help mentor him. Like, Hey, you don't need to do this. You know, let me stop you from making a horrible mistake uh i love the ending where you can tell that mj's not like she's not letting this curse like completely take over like she felt something i left at the end where he's like he's poor he's still gonna run as spider-man and he's embracing that you know where he has to take care of everyone else and the situation that he's in but to me i only reason why i didn't give this movie a 10 is because after seeing that Miles movie, I don't think any other movie should be marked a ten if that one is a ten. Right, and I and and I and I'm gonna talk about that in a second when we do the rating. There is like, and and, and we'll get into that. Well, yeah, I'll bring I'll bring up what I was gonna say when we get to that one. But let's let's do Into the Spider first, which is the first one, uh, and we'll rate that real quick. Yeah. So first, Into the Spider Verse. Let me know when y'all are ready. Ready. Three. Ready. Two, one, nine point five out of ten. Um, I thought this was a great movie when it came out. I'd probably, I mean, I, I would probably be okay with like a nine. Um, I, I put it around the same as No Way Home. That's how I'm thinking yeah. about it. Too. Great movie on par with No Way Home. Top three Spider-Man movie. Um. Yeah. I, I don't have much complaints. Let's go into Across because we can kind of talk about them as a pair. Um, across the Spider-Verse. Uh, we've done this once before on the pod, but we'll do it again. We know what our ratings are. Um, three, two, one, ten, 10 out of ten. <laughs> it's it to, 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 to us, it's the it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Um, which again, like as I was going into, is why I can't give No Way Home a 10 out of 10. This is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Nothing is tied with it. It is phenomenal from start to finish. Um, and I, and I, I just think so much about this movie works. 
Like, there's just nothing. I'm never bored during it. It's a lengthy film. I never feel like it's lengthy. I'm sitting there the entire time of it. I think the ending twist of him being in the wrong universe, well, or right universe, whichever way you want to look at it, and going up against himself as the Prowler, I, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but up until about 20 seconds before it was revealed, I did not see that coming. No. I like, didn't. I was absolutely yeah. floored when I saw yeah. it. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. This, um, it was really well done. And they, they related to the, the – you, you kind of brushed past the ability, like, he's in the wrong universe or right universe, depending on how you look at it. I think the fact that he goes into that machine – and the machine transports you to your universe, but probably, I, I don't know if it said this explicitly, but it probably transports you based off of the spider DNA that you have right. in your body. Right. And so the fact that it sends him to the universe from that the spider is from, like that, that is just a really nice detail that it, 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 it's good writing. I just, yeah. I, I admire that as really good writing. Um, I think, uh, Miguel as like, kind of like an anti-hero villain is phenomenal. And I think two of the things that stand out to me the most in this movie as just like, wow, is one, there, how brilliant it was to change Miles's origin story to an anomaly. And the fact that he was never supposed to be Spider-Man. And change that to, uh, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen. Kind of thing. I just, I thought that was brilliant. Oh, why did I lose the second thing? Hold on. While you're thinking about it, going back to Into the Spider-Verse, when I was watching it this most recent time, I, I was getting a little, a little emotional watching the, the vigils for Peter Parker in Miles' universe. Right. It and was, and it, Obviously, like the anomaly is that wasn't supposed to happen. You know, he wasn't supposed to die. He died because Miles was somewhere he wasn't supposed to be. Um, I can't. I'm like I'm blanking on the the other part of this that I that I had. Isn't it so awesome though? The universe found a way to save them. Yes, and I I think, like I said, I think so much about this movie works. I don't. Some people find a flaw in the fact that like nothing really wraps up at the end, but I think if you go in understanding that it's legit a two-parter, then like I knew that it wasn't going – like I knew that it was originally supposed to be Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, Across the Spider-Verse Part 2. They've changed it since to Beyond the Spider-Verse, which I love. Like I think that's that's the right call. But I, you know, I knew it. I went in knowing that that was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to end on this big of a cliffhanger, but I knew that – it wasn't this, that there was a trilogy in the making here. And so I was fine with that. But there are some people that are like, I, nothing I, don't, up. I don't get that that criticism. I went into the movie having no idea that there was going to be a cliffhanger. And when the movie ends, I was in a really strange emotional situation where I wanted to be angry, but I just wasn't because it was right. such a great movie. Right, and that's how I feel. Like, I don't care that it didn't wrap up. The movie was phenomenal. Yes, the, nothing really wraps up, but who cares? Like, let's lead me into the next one and have me excited for 
beyond the Spider-Verse, which I am. The other thing that I was going to say, I remember what it was, is, guys, they made the spot fucking interesting. The spot. <laughs> Seriously? They, There's no way else I could have thought about for that character either. Like, they took the spot and turned him into one of the best villains we've seen in the movie. Man, his screen time gave me such a damn headache, though. Oh. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to ask you guys this question. I heard this post recently, too. So, we've given... On average, we give Into the Spider-Verse about a 9 out of 10. Obviously, we all three rank across the Spider-Verse as a 10 out of 10. What does Beyond need to be for this to be the greatest movie trilogy of all time? I don't even know how I would begin to answer that. Like, what, I, how would it need to be rated? I mean, like, to me, I think if it's an 8 out of 10, it's probably the greatest movie trilogy of all time. I would... There's stuff that I would like, but I don't think, like, it has to have it, you know? Like, I think it... I, I think... If right, you end, up, if you end up rating it as an 8 out of 10, then I think you you do, on principle, have to say it's at least one of the greatest movie trilogies of all time. Right. It's not the best. But I think it has to be at least a 9 out of 10 in order for it to be recognized as such. I think if it goes as low as an 8 out of 10, people end up thinking it, like it was a disappointment because they were so high off of Across the Spider-Verse. I can see that. Let me put it this way. If we go, if Beyond is better than Across, is it undisputedly the greatest movie trilogy of all time? Yes. I, I agree with that. If, if I go into Beyond and I leave thinking that's the best Spider-Man movie ever made, then it, I don't think there can be an argument that it's the greatest movie trilogy of all time. Uh, Having a uh, 9 out of 10 roughly and two 10s out of 10s. Uh, what would be better, Anthony? I'm a big Lord of the Rings. Fan. I was like, that's the only answer I would accept. As okay, an thank you. I was like, the only answer that I would accept as an argument is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, I, I don't think anything else comes close. No, I'm over here like, I I agree for like like Marvel superhero stuff, but yeah, because no, like like if you look, I'll, I'll think like a Captain America, great trilogy, not as good as Across, not as good as, I mean. If if Beyond delivers, will I mean, be as good. The Dark Knight trilogy was pretty good too. The Dark Knight trilogy is great, but Rises kind of falls off a little bit. Okay, I get you on that one. I, okay, if Beyond becomes a nine out of ten, it doesn't fall off like Rises did. It's just yeah, I get you. It's kind of it's um, up in the ruin. Original this, Star Wars trilogy: New Hope and Empire, great. Return yeah. is good, but it falls off a little bit. If Beyond delivers and doesn't fall off, then the only argument would be Lord of the Rings because its third one doesn't fall off a little bit. Return is quite possibly the best of the trilogy. And if it's not the best, then there's an argument to be made for it. Whereas there's so many other trilogies where the third one isn't part of the argument. And so Lord of the Rings is the answer that I would accept for possibly being over this. Now, obviously, if we go into Beyond and it absolutely bombs, which I don't see happening. But if it does, then this isn't an argument anymore. But as of right now, if we go in and Beyond is on par with Across, I think 
it's hard to argue that it's the best movie trilogy, the best trilogy of all time. Not movie series, just trilogy of all time. It beats Back to the Future. It beats Jurassic Park's original trilogy, which fell off hard. Um, it, it, it beats, I think it beats The Dark Knight, and I think it, it becomes like the on par with Lord of the Rings, which is widely regarded as probably one of the best movie trilogies of all time. Um, but let's, let's do some quick trivia. So I've got some questions pulled up. These are strictly based off of the, uh, Spider-Man movies. There's no comic book trivia here. There's nothing like it's, there's no video game trivia. It's strictly based off of, um, movie, Toby, Andrew, Tom, I, I can't remember if there's any miles or not, but movie spider-man movie trivia uh we've done trivia on here before just blurt out the answer once you have it uh if you think you know it um some of these will be easier than others so first one is that uh they mentioned this first in uh far from home i believe is when this is mentioned which is why this question is being posed as a spider-man question when thanos uh snapped they caught it the snap and it took it took everybody away uh, in Far From Home, they first refer to everyone being brought back as what? You're not, re- you're not referring to the blip. I am referring to the blip. Yes, the blip. I thought you were, okay. okay. I thought this was more of a, like, in, I didn't realize it was that easy. Okay, never mind. No, the, the snap was them going away. The blip was them coming, okay. coming back. In the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, who does he fight in the cage? Oh, he fights uh, Macho Man. Yeah, Bone yeah. Bonesaw is the character's name. Macho Man Randy Savage is the actor, which was going to be my next question. So you, you got that one. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage is the actor. Bonesaw is the... <laughs> Um, in Far From Home, what destination do Peter and the class travel first? I, th- I think I might Italy. I miss what part of Italy? More specific, uh, Venice. Yes, Venice. They go to Venice first. Let's see. I'm not even asking that one. It's this one's on here. It's a lot of questions, but this one is: uh, which company does Norman Osborn own? Oh, Osborn. <laughs> 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 well, he doesn't exist though in Holland's future. It's not. This isn't Holland specific though. Okay. The questions have been. Well, obviously not the bone saw one, but it's just in Spider-Man. Those are too easy. Oh, dude, I can't get Macho Man out of my head now. <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> Bone saw is ready. <laughs> uh, in uh, Homecoming, Peter witnesses a weapon still being held and is subsequently attacked by Tombs. Tony Stark swoops in to save him, but where is Tony actually during that scene? Oh, damn. I. 
I don't he's know the is in India. He is in India. Good job, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> what does Edith stand for? Even in death, I am the hero. So close. Even dead, I'm the hero. Just bury me. I'm losing this. <laughs> Anthony's getting white. <laughs> um, in the movies, who came up with the name Dr. Octopus? J.J. Jameson. Yes. Well, actually, it was really his assistant. Yeah, that but that's where I... <laughs> Yeah, the guy in the glasses, but yeah. um, Jameson's who I was looking for. <laughs> um, what is Tom Holland's AI for his suit? What's her name? Uh, it starts with a K. <laughs> or wait, is it? I have no idea. <laughs> Anthony. Catherine. Oh, Karen. Karen. I, I was sitting here thinking, no way, it's Karen. I was, thinking, <laughs> I was like, that, no, that's too simple. It's too basic. <laughs> what did Doc Ock need from Harry Osborne to manufacture his device in Spider Man 2? Oh, the power of the sun. Yeah, in the palm of his hand. Don't know the name. This is a tough one too. Cause Wait, with the, the what he needed from? Uh, yeah, what's the like I, element Norman or whatever? Or not yeah. Norman, uh, Harry. Yeah, whatever. It's you know um, element or whatever it is. Obsidian? No, tritium. 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 Never have guessed that. What happens to the first shocker in Spider-Man: Homecoming? Oh, um, the vulture vaporizes him accidentally. Yes. What did the vulture think the gun did? Um, uh, well, I'm blanking on this one. He thinks it was the anti-gravity gun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he reduces him to goo and they listen to the guy and he's like, he goes... I thought that was the anti-gravity gun. The guy's like, no, that's that one. He's just like, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what's he going to do? I mean, I can't bring him back. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> oh, let's see. What a couple more. rest of them aren't very good. There's only like four left that are very good. So we'll move on to the brackets. Um, I think we can say with the utmost confidence that Brian won that. Um, It was close to a tie. (laughs) (laughs) It was close. We'll just just call it a tie. It's fine. (laughs) So we're going to do different brackets. One of the 
brackets is just characters. It's 32 different characters. I actually got with a group of other people and we went together and we, we put together our minds to go through this bracket uh, together. So they helped me set it up. So shout out them. Um, it's just 32 other characters from the MCU. Uh, not from the MCU, from the Spider-Man movies. It's anybody that has made an appearance in a movie. So Toby's three, Andrew's two, to- uh, Tom's three, and the Spider-Verse films. It's anybody that made an appearance in those movies that was not a Spidey. They were not Spider-Man. So like, we're not going to get Spider-Horse in the middle of this. It strictly any other character that's made an appearance um in the movie uh for these so i'm not getting you know we're not getting um video game miles we're not nobody like that strictly movies so some of these obviously are are going to be super easy me and the people literally sat down today and we went through these and we were like we think these should be the four one seeds and we think these should be the four eight seeds and everything along those lines so our first one is toby's goblin so green goblin um, versus Happy Hogan. Oh, I'm sorry, Happy. <laughs> I, I would love to see Happy make it through a round, but I just don't see that happening here. Now, keep in mind, they have the things that they have throughout the movies, so like Happy would have like that tech in the plane, or be able, but he went in this one against the Goblin. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like 90, like one time out of 100, he might figure out a way but it's it's got yeah not for the sake of of this bracket yeah um sandman versus rhino sandman sandman the disrespect paul giamatti but yeah rhino sucks we didn't disrespect paul giamatti's rhino the writers disrespected (laughs) (laughs) um the Venom from Spider-Man 3. So Topher Grace, Venom. Versus not uh, the Shocker from Homecoming that becomes the Shocker after he disintegrates the guy. So like Shocker 2.0. All right, well, I'll just give it to Venom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2 or slash No Way Home, Doc Ock. Verse uh, MJ from Tom Holland's universe. What? Some of these are gonna suck, dude. Okay. Uh, we're, going, we're going through the one seeds versus eight seeds and two. Yeah, seeds like obviously, like some of these right aren't now. gonna be matchups. Like I've got thirty-two people out here. Some of them are gonna be lopsided. No, you literally just work. you name like like Ohio State versus goddamn BYU. Okay, but like, I'm not going to put I'm not going to not have Tom I get, I get you. I get on you. here, but she ain't going to beat anybody. She's not winning you. the thing. No. Um Tom Hardy's Venom versus Genki from Spider-Verse. Obviously. Again, Venom. obviously, again. Needed some 8 seeds. We pulled out the trash, all right? The spot Versus Nick Fury, who's a scroll, so keep that in mind. Did Nick Fury get time to prep? No, I'm joking. The spot. Nick... <laughs> <laughs> Fury get prep time. 
Prowler from Spider Verse versus Maria Hill. Oh my own. Next. I don't think that's as lopsided as you think it is. The Prowler doesn't have superpowers. His he doesn't even have it's not like he got bit by a spider and he's got powers. He literally is a guy in a mask. He gets shot and dies. Next. I mean, I um, agree that it's also, Hold on, now that, now that you're saying um, that, like... Yeah, like, the pre- he, like he's not invincible. Maria doesn't fucking die. Like, he gets shot and dies. It's not like he's invincible. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna go the Prowler. The best thing Maria does is just roll around and escape from a death. I'm, no. I mean, I'm going the Prowler, we, but I don't think it's as lopsided like, as you think it is. All that tells us is that we don't really get to see Maria Hill do all that much. Well, But when we, we do get to see her do something, it, it's significant. And she does it very effectively. I mean, I'm with you. I'm picking the Prowler. One, because his theme music is like good <laughs> like the prowler theme is absolutely goaded <laughs> like it really is like it's so good <laughs> um all right this next one i just had to put him on here because he's the goat but he's obviously not winning electro versus j jonah jameson <laughs> now, now jj will not go down without some words. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, he's going to have things to say. <laughs> but they're not going to matter. <laughs> they're, they're not They're not making a difference. Um, Into the Spider-Verse Kingpin versus uh, Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. No, stop it. <laughs> Kingpin sits on her. <laughs> Kingpin's just a uh unreal character and i loved how daredevil brought him to life i know we're talking about I know, I know. this one but the guy who brought him to life in daredevil oh what an amazing job oh so oh my god so good um but he's not been in a spider-man movie i know he was in the hawkeye tv show but he's not been in a spider-man movie so i could not put that kingpin on here yet yeah um i do think we see him in the next spider-man movie though didn't we see him in a ending credits for a show maybe one of the shows i, I mean he was, was in hawkeye i know he was in hawkeye i thought he was in uh the captain america maybe i'm wrong no he wasn't in falcon or soldier okay um scorpion from homecoming keep in mind that he's like brand new scorpion too versus tom holland's aunt may Wait, the scorpion from where? Homecoming. Uh, was, not remembering him. He's like real, a real small part. He was on um, what is it? Uh, that Breaking Bad show. Uh, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. There we go. Uh, uh, Aunt May's whooping his ass. In the yeah, beginning. this is the one where I was like, I think I'm putting Aunt May through on this one because, like, like Tom's Aunt May, like the other ones, not so much, but like Tom's Aunt May, she don't back down. Like, like she could whoop. 
I'm, I'll, I'll put I mean, it through. I mean, the Aunt May and Spider Verse is, is the best. Battle. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm, um, I don't have her on here. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to put her on here because it's OP to everybody else. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> we got to have some competition, Brian. We put her on here, it's over. Um, like, I also didn't put Iron Man on here, despite the fact that he's in one of the movies, and I didn't put Doctor Strange on here, despite the fact that he's in one of the movies. <laughs> Wong also does not make an appearance. I think that would be a little unfair. Okay, Green Goblin from Andrew's Universe versus uh, Captain Stacy from Andrew's Universe. Captain Green Goblin. You said Stacy. I, I I'm not ever voting for that Green Goblin now. Yeah, but he kills he quills he kills Gwen. I also think that might help out. You think Captain Stacy pissed off about it? Yeah, dude, and just shoots him right in the goddamn he head. Comes back from the dead. Just yeah, to you think he knows about that in this scenario? Goblin. In this scenario, Kingpin killed Gwen Stacy. Fine, Blah. I'm putting Goblin through. Sorry, I mean I hate him too, but he's bodying Captain Stacy. Also, Captain Stacy dies in every universe, so yeah, he does. Um, the Vulture. Sorry, Anthony, for this next one since you had trouble earlier. Versus Bones Hall. Is it in the cage? Uh, in the cage. Does it matter? I think if they are in the cage, that's worse for Bonesaw. <laughs> yeah, like no. I was gonna say, I don't think that's better. <laughs> I don't think Vulture's like, oh, I'm caged, I can't get him. Like, um, I don't have the other one on here, but I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture versus Vulture from Across. Who do you think wins? Uh, across. Why? Because it's made of paper. No, uh, maybe Michael Keaton's. I don't know. Michael, Michael Keaton's Keaton. vulture is pretty badass. He's got okay. that alien tech. Yeah, yeah, he's got the Chitauri tech. Okay, uh, I'll give you yeah, that. I think I'm still taking him. Um, why? Sorry, I had trouble reading my handwriting, but I've got a backup, so we're good. Um, Spider Verse Doc Ock. So into the Spider Verse Doc Ock, who I absolutely love, by the way. Um, again, this is a lopsided one, so just forgive me. Verse uh, Toby's Mary Jane. The Doc Ock. <laughs> Doc Ock through. <laughs> um, Hobgoblin. So Harry. Uh, versus Toby's Flash. Oh my god. So Hobgoblin. <laughs> Toby's Flash is strong though. Oh, oh. My <laughs> my, brain, my brain oh. crossed wires and started thinking Flash like he's DC. Like <laughs> how the fuck he get in here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm no, going, with, going with Hobgoblin. <laughs> Flash is all looks. No. Yep. Uh Mysterio versus Andrew's Flash. So Mysterio again. Although I think without his tech, he could be beat pretty easily. Um, 
All right, this is my favorite one I put on here because I just put it on here as a joke because she's, I think it's the first Toby that she's in, but the lizard versus Macy Gray. The lizard, I guess, then? Yep. Nobody put nobody put Macy through? Nope. The, the audacity of you people. All right. Sandman versus Toby's Goblin. Uh, Goblin. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, got him. Uh, Topher Grace Venom versus Doc Ock. Uh, Toby's Doc Ock. I wanna, I wanna fight. Not that I like the character, just for Venom. But no, we have another true Venom. Yeah, I think Doc Ock wins this one too. Uh, Brian, are you good with Doc Ock? You're outvoted, but I'll ask anyway. You think Venom's really strong, don't you? It's okay. I've got Venom coming up on my next one. The real Venom. Who I luckily could put on this because he made an appearance in No Way Home for like 0.5 seconds. Um, Thank God. (laughs) Venom versus The Spot. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go Venom. Yeah, but it's that's but it's be a crazy yeah. match. Ma- uh, yeah, that'd be a fun one. Um, Prowler versus Electro. I'm putting Electro through here. I okay. almost put Hill over Prowler. I think Electro wins this one. Yeah. Oh, we put Aunt May through for the first round, but she goes up against Kingpin. And uh, I think that's the end of Aunt May's run. Um, especially Spider-Verse Kingpin. Dude's like 700,000 pounds. Uh, Andrew's Goblin versus the Vulture. I'm putting the Vulture through here. Any disagreements? Nope. No argument on that one? Spider-Verse Doc Ock versus Hobgoblin. Spider-Verse Doc Ock. Yeah. Y'all aren't argumentative enough. Doc Ock. <laughs> that Doc Ock was, was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, Mysterio versus the Lizard. Mysterio. Um, Actually, he has like a heightened sense of smell as well, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah like exactly. the lizard's pretty badass. Yeah, I think you gotta but, go lizard here. All the start tech might just fuck this thing up. This is like a, a fight I'd want to see on like Deadliest Warrior. I, I need this one. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Mysterio just based off technology and be being able to. Finish the fight while the lizard. But yeah, I'm gonna go Mysterio. I just feel like that the tech is just gonna help out too much. What about you, Brian? I'm still leaning lizard. Okay. Um, up to you, Eric. I don't. This is so. He's like, thanks, you assholes. Difficult. <laughs> um. All right, one or two. 
two. That would be Mysterio. So that's who we'll put through. <laughs> that's how we roll. Goblin versus Doc Ock. Toby's Doc Ock. Goblin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a close one, but I think yeah. Goblin. Yeah, that's a one versus two matchup. So that's that makes sense. Um, Venom versus Electro? Venom. Venom. Kingpin versus Vulture. I'm still putting Kingpin through. Although I do love me some Vulture. Spider versus Doc Ock versus Mysterio. Spider versus Doc Ock. Yeah, Spider versus Doc Ock. All right, Goblin versus Venom. Venom. Yeah. Kingpin versus Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Which Doc Ock? Oh, uh, yeah, Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah, Doc Ock. And then Venom versus Doc Ock. I'm assuming Venom. Just to clear. Yeah. Who do y'all think wins this if we take that Venom out? Go- Goblin? Yeah, I think he does win it yeah. at the end. Goblin versus. It would be Goblin Spider versus Spider versus Doc Ock. I don't know. There was some. I think those. I think the arms of the Spider Verse Doc Ock were were better than the arms that we typically see of Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think I think it's super close, and I think that's why they're both in the the championship. Like why they're why they would both be there. Um, I just I love Goblin's character. I think that sways me a little bit. All right, quick little one to wrap up here where we do uh, – it's it's any Spider-Man that's appeared in the movies. So, like, obviously I could pull from I, – I, I did 16, but I could have done 100 because of Spider-Verse. Um, I, I think there's a clear winner here um, because he did appear in Spider-Verse, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, I did put every a bunch of different ones in here. So, I, first off, I've got Tom Holland, Spider-Man versus Ben Riley. Tom, um, Tom, yeah, Tom's my my one there. Peter B. Parker versus Panay Parker, which is the the Japanese one from Spider Verse, and then obviously Peter B. is the the Peter that Miles hangs out with in Spider Verse. I think Peter B. Parker, um, dude's got a perfect balance between dad and and Spider Man. Hard to hard to argue. Yeah, but he's also. Not in great shape. Going the up against audacity. Some, going up against a like uh going up against Penny Parker. Brian, that is peak alpha male shape. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> the audacity. I, I, I think I have to go with Penny Parker, but y'all go with whatever you want. <laughs> um Miles versus Spider Cat. Yeah, there's some like that on here. Get it yourself. Obviously, Miles. Peter it's Parker. Hard, it's hard to vote against a cat, but fine. Like <laughs> <laughs> Fury right now is like, ooh. Um, it's not a flurkin, it's a cat. Yeah. Um Peter Porker versus video game Peter. Video game Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh Oh, oh, that that video game, Peter. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. PS4, I was about to PS4. be like, whoa, guys, slow down. Cartoon powers are very significant. <laughs> yeah, um, PS4, PS5, Peter. All right, fine. Um, Toby versus uh, Indian Spider-Man, whose name I could not remember, so I called him Indian Spider-Man. My apologies. I can't remember his name. But he was a badass. He was. Uh, he was I, like, I'm still going Toby, but I'm not going to go ahead and be like, dude, you wiped the floor with him. Like, yeah, I don't think it's wiped the floor, but I, I do think it's Toby. But I think it's close. Um, Spider-Gwen versus PlayStation 1 Spider-Man. PlayStation 1 Spider-Man? Yeah, you don't remember him? I mean, he can web-sling off the clouds. So, (laughs) Oh, I played that one on GameCube. Yeah, yeah, it could be the one. The, like, like, original, like, Spider-Man that was, like, you fought Carnage at the end. Love that game. He's not beating Spider-Gwen. Spider-Woman from Spider-Verse or Spider-Noir. Noir from uh, Nicolas Cage character. Spider Noir. Spider Woman. Oh. I think Spider Woman too. I mean, she was badass while pregnant. Yeah. Like automatic, automatic brownie points. <laughs> well, I guess he didn't even make the league, huh? Yeah, like he wasn't even in it till the end when Gwen went and got everybody. Um, Andrew versus Spider Punk. Ooh. Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Not also not a wipe the floor thing. No. I love Spider Punk. Oh. Tom versus Peter B. Parker. Tom. Yeah. I think with the tech and everything, especially. Um, PS4 versus Miles. PS4. I yeah, I feel bad for Miles here being out in the second round, but PS4 is just like every like he has so much that he works with. Um Toby versus Spider Gwen. Toby. Yeah, just because I don't think Spider Gwen. I don't think Gwen's ready enough. I think she's yeah. too young. Yep. Like I think experience plays a big part in this one. Like I think maybe by the end of Beyond Gwen could, but I just think like she's just now finding her own. And I think that that stops her from being able to hear. Spider Woman versus Andrew. Andrew. I want to pick Andrew here, and I'm going to pick Andrew here, but again, she was pregnant. Which I think is unfair, and we should really be mad this, at Andrew this about is it. Fine. Still pregnant. She lost. Yeah, but that's really rude of Andrew. Um, <laughs> like. The audacity to beat up a pregnant woman. Like, dude, you know better. <laughs> I actually love both of these Final Four matchups because they're they're like pairing similar characters versus each other. Um, the first one is Tom versus PS4, and they both have that tech aspect. Um, but I think it's PS4. Yeah, I, I just I, guess, I just yeah. think he's so strong. Um, and then the other one is is movie based. It's Toby versus Andrew. Toby, and I think. That's Toby, but I think Toby loses to PS4. Same. Um, like, and I, I I hated putting him on here, but he did show up, and I didn't want to not put him on here. But PS4 is just like so OP with everything that he has at his disposal, with what he's able to use, um, that it would be hard not to put him through. Um, but that's it. 
that's it for tonight. Um, I got one more thing to say. Yeah, please. We legit, <laughs> we, I think I was rewatching the first movies and I just realized that there's a person who actually believes that Toby Spider-Man steals pizzas. Oh, you're right though. Yeah. <laughs> I was just watching. That was, like, that was, that was the weird conclusion to come to. Guy, <laughs> pizza delivery guy goes into an alley. Spider-Man leaves with pizza. You would think like, oh, Spider-Man got bought some pizza. <laughs> or or that pizza guy is Spider-Man. And he goes, like, oh my gosh, he stole his pizza. <laughs> I, um, just watching the movies and how they added the funny little details or like uh, the first Toby movies, how the announcer was then the host for the restaurant. Yeah, what's his name? He's, he's in all of Sam Raimi's movies. He was in Multiverse of Madness too. I can't remember his name. But it was just fun. Like I, yeah. I love the Toby movies with the little things that they had in there. Um, So let's do this real quick. So PS4 won the Spider Tournament. PS4 Spidey versus Venom. To, uh, Tom's Venom. Tom Holland, or Tom Hardy Venom. Yeah, that one gets tough, right? <laughs> I think this one is a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think I lean PS4 just because, like, I mean, almost like as tough as it is to say, like, canonically, Spider-Man just beats Venom. Like, he finds a way. Is it weird that I think Carnage, though, would... I know he's not in the Spider-Man movies. Right. would win against PS4 Venom. I mean, PS4 uh, Spider-Man. Right, PS4 Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean... I definitely could see that. I mean, Carnage is is rough. Uh, One last thing I'm going to say on Spider-Man, and I'm not going to go into any details or spoilers or anything, but Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 5 is peak. Get it. It's 10 out of 10. The story is phenomenal. The gameplay is phenomenal. It improves on every aspect of uh, its predecessor. Um, If you haven't already, go go get that game. It's it's well worth it. And then... Ship it to me at a discount. And yeah, and then give it to Anthony for free because he can't get it right now and he's all bummed out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go get it. It's it it does not disappoint. The hype is real. Um, very, very much worth every penny you can spend on it. Um, but we will be back in two weeks. Uh we'll be doing an episode on the Big Bang Theory, uh, where we talk about that, do some trivia, things like that with with that show, uh, as it really encompasses everything about what we're really doing here. <laughs>